you know, it's kind of funny. Um, here I am doing a podcast rather than a video because I'm not, I'm not going to change my jersey right now and I don't feel like doing a video. I got to do some arts and crafts for some more magnets I'm making for the channel. I'm not going to do that while I'm doing a video either. But let's get into the Rick Nash deal. So, analyze the pieces individually. Ryan Spooner's having a relatively good year, but he's Ryan Spooner. It's He's not a piece that the Bruins are going to wake up during July 1st week and say, Oh, God, we, didn't, we don't have Ryan Spooner. Oh, we're screwed. Spooner is a is a piece. He's a part. He's 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 a, a secondary guy. He's capable of being a primary guy for short periods in time, but he's not he's not a main player. If the Bruins had given up a blue chip prospect, and maybe Ryan Lindgren becomes that, who knows? But they have prospects on the blue line. Uh, Zboril, I think, will probably be up next year. Um, I'm I'm hoping for an Adam Foot type out of him, but. You know, I'm not not getting sleep either. And then, you know, I have slip of the tongue. The funny thing is, I can tell the age of people on my channel by them laughing at, oh, you got this name wrong. Yeah, Louis DeBrusque is a guy that I watched for years in the NHL, and it's Jake's first year, so I'm, I'm going to slip up, and every now and then Louis DeBrusque is going to come out because I also see Louis DeBrusque a lot on Hockey Night in Canada. So it's it's going to happen. I don't know. But, uh, <clears throat> anyway, so Spooner's a third-line center. If if, Boston, or if the Rangers try to turn him into more than that, they're going to be upset. Um, Matt Bolesky was buried in the American Hockey League after he cleared waivers in the fall. So they don't lose anything there. First-round draft pick, by where they are in the standings right now, even if they lost in the first round, it's a draft pick that may be 17th, 18th, somewhere in that region. For a rental, for the number one priced rental on the market, that's not bad. I mean, yeah, it would have been great if it had been a second round pick, but the Rangers wanted a first rounder and they got it. And part of the reason it was a first rounder was because the Bruins were probably like, hey, we got this Bolesky contract, we don't want it, we don't like it. Bolesky's basically been getting worse with each year of the deal. To make it work with the salary cap, money got retained on both sides, which doesn't affect any of us because we're not spending it. So you can talk about retained money and, and what that does when you're the owner. But when we're not the owner, it really doesn't matter. Um, and then Ryan Lindgren, who is a defensive prospect. He's 21 years of age, and if he was going to be part of the Bruins' long-term plans, I don't think he would have been part of this trade either. Um, and as somebody said on, uh, on that video already, you know, it's right, it's, uh, Charlie's brother. So who knows, maybe, maybe Ryan makes his way around the NHL a bit and ends up playing with his brother at some point, but it's, it's not that much. I mean, people just look at the number of pieces and, and their eyes seem to pop out of their head, but th there's not a blue chip prospect going to, to the Rangers. There's not a blue chip player going to the Rangers. If anything, if I were a Rangers fan, I'd be like, really? We we held out this long to trade him and that's what we got back? That's it? Might as well have kept him. 
And people are pointing out, well, he's only got 18 goals. And I'm thinking, yeah, um, how many 20 goal scorers are there in the league now? 20 goals now is equivalent to 30 back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, 18 goals is nothing to sneeze at, especially when you look at the fact that he was snake bit early on in the year. I want to say he had five goals in his first 30 games. I, I want to say that. I know he had five goals in six games recently. He's been on kind of a tear, and he's he's been playing pretty well. Uh, games I've watched, Nash has been really good. And it's funny because early in the season when I was criticizing Nash, I had Rangers fans coming to the channel and saying, well, Nash isn't getting the points, but he's doing all these other things. And he's he's good defensively now, and he wasn't that before. And sure, he's lost a step, but he's doing all of these things he has to, and he's still a really good player, and we really like him. Well, now that he gets moved to Boston, all I hear about is how he's he's a bum. He's a bum. He sucks. He's a bum. And I see that, and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, well, um, he's a bum that also costs a number of pieces. This is kind of how the trade deadline works. Um, it, it drives up the value of Evander Kane a little bit. Uh, you know, Kane's, Kane's going to bring back a pretty good return. I don't see a ripoff in this deal at all because, again, Ryan Spooner's a guy Boston's been trying to get rid of. I think they had talks with Jim Benning. I think Benning couldn't come up with a, a price he wanted to pay for Ryan Spooner. And Spooner's upside is, in my eyes, limited. He's a hard worker. He's a he's a good player, but he's he's not going to make you forget uh, that you're, you're missing a center. He's not going to make the Rangers... Uh, feel better about their center line depth than they did yesterday necessarily he's he's a depth guy um and the fact that the Bruins didn't have to part with Carlo they didn't have to part with multiple first round picks they didn't have to part with any of their young pieces they want to hold on to makes the deal good for Boston yeah I don't get it genuinely don't get it um and and I say that as as a as a Bruins fan, yes, but man, I've been willing to crop all over whatever Sweeney's done. You go back to videos I did two years ago, and I was not a Don Sweeney fan. Um, that traces back to the 2015 draft table, where they could have had Barzell, they could have had Konechny, and they didn't because they decided they wanted Senishin and DeBrusque instead. And while I like Jake DeBrusque, um, he, they could have had him later in the draft. They could have traded down, picked up another draft pick, and who knows what they could have got. Like, I just, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to put together a little audio file here while I'm gluing stickers onto cardboard and doing all that high-tech stuff I do for the channel. But uh, I'm probably going to duck out of the comments. I'm not going to post this to YouTube. I'll post this to Twitter, so if you hear this, um, you can go ahead and throw it a like. That's always, or upvoted, or whatever that qualifies as. Um, and yeah, uh, it's not. this isn't obviously going to be a long episode. I, I plan to do another podcast once the uh, deadline has passed. We can discuss which teams got better and which teams didn't. And I plan on uh, installing probably Skype on this computer and, and using that for call-ins and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't see why everybody's saying the Bruins got ripped off if they traded Bergeron or Krejci or if they traded Krug or if, if McAvoy or Carlo or like if a core guy was involved, sure. But you're picking up a Rick Nash, a, a top six winger, a guy with 18 goals this year. And again, 18 goals isn't 
isn't uh, a dog's breakfast, you can look and say, well, Grabner got a bigger return. Well, or no, Grabner didn't get that big of a return because we don't know if Grabner can score anywhere but the Rangers. His career before then was not... Um, uh, how do I put this? It wasn't exactly a star-studded career for Michael Grabner before the last couple of years. So I can understand why he had a lower market value. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Um, I. I just. Yeah. I don't. I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling to come up with with some kind of a, a a reasoning behind all of the vitriol being spewed towards the Bruins right now, as if they 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 mortgage their own kids for Rick Nash when they really didn't. It's really not that big a deal. I'm just, I'm glad the Bolesky, think of it this way. So they acquire Nash, they trade Bolesky, which is a contract, they trade Spooner, which is a contract, that puts them one more contract under 50, which is the league max you can have. And now that frees them up a spot to chase an NCAA free agent. This time next month, if the Bruins have signed a prized NCAA free agent, I want you guys to look back on this trade and realize this trade may have allowed them to do it. Uh, NCAA players, a lot of them are, I mean, they're going to be Americans. A lot of them are Massachusetts boys, and they may very well be geared towards playing for the Bruins anyways. The Bruins traded out Frankie Vitrano, who was also a Massachusetts kid. Maybe they'll pick another one up as an NCAA free agent. But it's really not that big of a deal. Um, anyways, uh Thank you guys for, for listening. I just wanted to just vent a little bit and, and not have to do it on the channel. So uh, thanks for listening. You guys are awesome, and I'll talk to you again soon.